Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes! Thank you, Katie. Sing it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, yes, you are almost over the hump, everybody. Keep on keeping on. But when we start the show every single day, we like to start it with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. And today, well, every day, we call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, the first thing we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today is, as I said in the Dirt Alert update, Sarah Paulson is having her moment. Uh, and she is in the new uh, Oceans movie. What is it? Oceans, Oceans 8. 8? That's what I thought, but then it didn't sound right in my head. Um, and she was on Jimmy Fallon last night. Now, one thing I had not recognized about Sarah Paulson is that she does really good impressions. Did you know this about her? Mm-mm. Well, you're going to hear some of her impressions and a story of what happened after she did an impression of Drew Barrymore. Uh, this is Sarah Paulson on Jimmy Fallon last night. Last time you were here, I made you do a bunch of impressions. Yeah, we you ran did. through them. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, can, can you give me a little, give me a little Holly it was, Hunter? Uh, oh, uh, Jimmy, hi. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen Turner? Listen, Jimmy, I've been, I haven't been having my own show in a long time. <laughs> and Drew Barrymore? Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you run into any of these? Uh... Uh, I ran into Drew Barrymore and Ellen DeGeneres. Is, that's a really big name. Should, should I pick that up? No, yeah, you yeah, dropped okay. a couple. Yeah, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres' is... Is, uh, 60th birthday party. <gasps> and Drew Barrymore was there. And yes. all of a sudden I had this, like, white out in terror thinking like I did an impression of her on national television she may hate my guts but she didn't no, no. she she thought I was okay she was like Sarah that was such a good impression so I feel it was super so honored it's so sweet <laughs> isn't that cute that is cute I had no idea she had that talent I seriously uh, admire people who can mimic people that well and that quickly like that, he was rapid firing. What's your best impression? Um, oh, okay, great. No, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> a, mon- mean, a monk. A monk? Good one. What does that mean? She's doing it now. Oh, my God. Isn't that good? Yeah. Thanks. I'm Spot on, right? I, I'm impressed. Thanks. Um, What's your best impression? I mean, it's got to be better than silence. <laughs> But what is it? Uh, my best impression for sure is anything share. Do it. <laughs> if I could turn back to that was, that was good. good, right? Yeah. That was good. Actually, all of my impressions sound like share <laughs> or like a or a Russian Cher person. adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Hello, I am Russian. <laughs> no, that's not even Russian. I can't do it. There, it's better now. So. <sighs> Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. 
Okay, behind door number two, you die. Uh, no, actually, we need to talk about. Oh, look, uh, R. Kelly, much. <sighs> so you know how um, everybody's like, we don't listen to that music because he's creepy. Well, a lot of people do want to listen to that music. And in fact, we heard yesterday, I think from Elizabeth Reese during the Dirt Alert, as well as several uh, Dirt Alert updates, that um, R. Kelly's just doing fine, okay? Yeah, don't worry about that. Because him. Spotify's not really getting rid of his music. They're just taking him out of some playlisty things. Well, he bragged in a Facebook Live video that it's too late to stop him, peeps. You should have done that a long time ago because he's already won. Let's have a listen to him in his own words. Uh, there's also a lot of bleeped, profane words. I got a million motherfuckers, oh, a 40 billion motherfuckers. Loving me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm handcuffed by my destiny. It's too late. They should have did this 30 years ago. It's too late. The music has been injected into the world. Okay? I have a basketball mentality. You understand? As long as I got the ball, the world is on defense. So that's R. Kelly. And he would like you to know he's won. I heard some clinking going yeah. on, like there was some cocktails being had. Yeah, uh, he's handcuffed by his destiny. Mm-hmm. I am handcuffed by my destiny. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I think it just means I am amazing. Um, also, you should or have I'm done this 30 years ago. To me, sounds like he knows how disgusting he is. Oh, yeah. And you should have stopped like him have 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Yeah, I mean. Look at me. Did anybody in his it's circle almost, say, hey, yeah. R, I don't know if you know this. Mr. Kelly, but when you say things like that, it makes it sound like you're aware you're a grody man. That R is short for wrong. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and you're wrong, Mr. Kelly. With an R. <laughs> Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, I can't do this impression. Let's see. Oh, hello there. That oh. was my best Carol so Burnett. I thought it was Carol Burnett. Did you? No, I no. knew okay. you were trying to do right. Carol Burnett. I'm Carol Burnett. What's your do Carol Burnett? Come on, you do better. Uh, no, I can't do I can't. it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. That was actually good. Uh, Holly, want to try? Hi, I'm Carol Burnett. Oh, okay. okay, nice try. Let's listen Why to Carol be Burnett. Be a monk, okay? Uh, be a monk. <laughs> Not all monks are silent. Be a no, monk. I know this. Be, be a, a monk. monk. Okay. Coming to Broadway soon. Carol Burnett. <laughs> it was it was kind of a quiet show. Um, Carol Burnett. <sighs> Was on with Conan the Barbarian oh, the other day, who, by the way, is still still kicking. Yeah. I wish she was on network TV. I, I Conan was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Anyway, regardless, uh, she was on, and she was talking about early days in comedy. And the part that I um, selected for us to hear because she went on at length. But what you have to know is that at the time that she had her contract with C or that she started working with CBS, there was this part of her contract that said at any moment she could press a button. And they would have to give her the variety show, 30 episodes or something um, that she want. Like she, she had negotiated that. That's awesome. And then she called that in. But let's listen to her explain how that all went. Very, an incredible comedian to do comedy variety. Well, when I said I want to do that show, they said, oh, well, uh, Carol, you know, comedy variety is a man's game. Oh, said it's Jackie Gleason, it's Sid Caesar, now it was Dean Martin. Uh, and the, the vice president that I was talking to uh, said, you know, Carol, uh, it's not for you gals. Wow. He said, uh, but we have this great sitcom we'd love you to do called Here's Agnes. <laughs> 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 we 
Action! Uh, Here's Agnes! <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. I got offered that same sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope you turned it down. Uh, no, too. I want to do Agnes. I, well, uh, you know, I, I just said, look, I don't want to be the same character every week. I want to do different characters. I want to have music and guest stars and a rep company and, you know, costumes. And uh, uh, we had a 28 piece orchestra. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Incredible just, dancers. I mean, it, it was yeah. just, you, you know, yeah. the. the I think what's amazing in the climate we're in now, and, and this is the way things should be, if someone said, no, comedy is just is not for you oh, gals. It's so much better now. I mean, that would be a $100 billion lawsuit, right? <laughs> just him saying that. Just saying this that. was a time yeah. when that was something a person, an, an executive, felt very comfortable saying on the telephone. Yes, he, yes, he was. And, you know, and I kind of understood it because that's where I, I was raised thinking that, you know. And, but then I said... All right, so that's, that's Carol Burnett. And she goes on, and it's a lovely interview. You should just watch it just for if you love Carol Burnett. Um, and of course, the history of television. But I, I just love that at the end there, she even says, like, I, that's what they said. And that's what I kind of understood. I totally right. got it. Like to give you just an impression of how pervasive that, you know, that was. But the beautiful thing about Carol Burnett is not only is she extremely talented, but that she also had negotiated that contract. So regardless of knowing how twisted and how, you know, sad and unequal things were for women, she knew the power of her talent Talent, and the power of her skill and the power of her ability to make things happen and so she she didn't just sort of you know excuse them when they said uh we don't think that's a good idea she was like yeah no because we you know we negotiated that so let's do it she's amazing and i want her to do as much talking as she possibly can for as long as she is able because she really is like a vault of history when it comes to uh comedic television specifically and women in comedy i mean the women who are doing um, comedy in the ways that they're doing it now owe a lot to her in oh, terms sure. of of you know the respect that she deserves because she really did pave a way. Um, and also, I would like to take this opportunity to say I do wish that it was easier to get your hands on the entire I know Somebody's series of the Carol Burnett show. There are certainly places where you can watch a lot of it, but um, <clears throat> the criticism always used to be back in the day that you couldn't find full episodes. It was always like best of clipped VHS tapes. And that's partially because she owns them all. Uh, You know, it's all her. Mm -hmm. So she gets to decide how those things come out, which is awesome for her. But But bummer for us. us. Like, hey, we just want to watch all your episodes. Hurry up. I love Carol Burnett. And that's the other thing is kids these days, they don't know Carol Burnett in the same way that we did. Right. So. I can't even show it to my kids to see if it holds up because I can't get my hands on a full episode. Something tells me it probably wouldn't hold up just because for for kids, I'm saying right. for us, I'm sure we you know continue to laugh hysterically. But I wonder what kids would think. It's kind of like watching oh. I Love Lucy, who would be the progenitor of of Carol Burnett. Right. What people would think of watching that show now. Right. We love you, Carol Burnett. Love when we you. come back. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're going to go see her, she's coming soon. That's right. Just be prepared. People will just want a lot of hugs. They're going to ask a lot of questions and people are going to ask a lot of hugs and you're going to get frustrated, but it's okay. You're going to be in the presence of a legend. Yeah, so Carol enjoy, enjoy the uh, shared space. Yeah. Breathe that air. Mm-hmm. When we come back, Holly Roberts is bringing all the dirt from oh, Hollywood with a dirt surprise. alert on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts, 
with the dirt from Hollywood. A dirt alert on my Talk 1071. What's going on? What's dirty? A new interview in GQ magazine with Sarah Silverman. She's saying that she has mixed feelings about her friend and fellow comedian Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is. mm -hmm, This is a new interview, and uh, Sarah Silverman said that she doesn't have a clear perspective on how she feels about Louis C.K. and the sexual misconduct allegations by multiple women against him. And Sarah Silverman goes on to say, life is complicated. Love is even more complicated, but you can't not do it. She said, I don't have some definitive soundbite or nutshell of how I feel about it, even to myself, but I'm also okay with that. She said, went on to call Louis C.K. her brother, and she will continue to support him. You know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm happy that she's speaking about this, even without some sort of pat um, pre-fab response. You know, we're so used to getting like the PR. And that she's being authentic in as much as she's saying that she has mixed feelings about this and she's not sure where she lies on this right now. I don't understand what's so confusing, though. That's the thing. Like, what's the value in making a statement like that when... Like, what's the point of that? Like, she understands, like, you and I having a conversation, okay, like, somebody in my life did something horrible, and I share with you how I feel about that. That's awesome. It's person to person. But, like, when you speak out, in a way, like, what is the what is the message she thinks she's sharing with people? I guess my, my question in response to that would be, you know, was that in response to a question? Uh you know, and what was the question? You know what I mean? Right. Because if she was asked a question and she answered it in that way, I would say she's just answering the question. If that were if that were her like writing an op ed. But I don't understand what's that's confusing. That's what I'm confused about. What to her is confusing? I think the fact that someone close to her and that she considers a friend did something that was awful. And, and I, she still loves like him as a friend, but that he's did an awful thing. I think she's yeah, but why? Why does like? I think you can have both of the the thing that I, the point that I am making is I think you can have both of those thoughts, and I don't think there's anything controversial about that. Of course, people who do horrible things have people who care about them, but as a public figure, like struggling with the need to speak out against the behavior that the person did shouldn't seem like. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like a struggle or in any way difficult. I think, yeah, I think... Because I think- wouldn't you want the message to always be, in terms of your own public perspective, that, you know, victims are victims and, you know... yeah. What he did was horrible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I don't know without reading more into it if she does 
say that explicitly. Um, but I, what I hear is her talking about how on a personal level, it's difficult because she knows that what he did was a horrible, terrible thing. Yeah. But as a friend, she still has a feeling for him as a friend. Um, and yeah. she said, did say in the interview, life is complicated. And in the GQ interview, uh, this was something that she and the person who conducted the interview were talking about. And mm-hmm. so, of course, it's a big media thing. And so they're going to publish it in the interview. Yeah, so. but but again, if you're Sarah Silverman, you kind of know that. It's not like people are just happening upon a conversation of two people. So I just always, whenever people people's thoughts are shared in public and they're public figures, mm-hmm. to me, it's more than just like, oh, that's an interesting opinion. Because they're not just an average person, right? Right. Right. Okay. All right. Moving on from that story. Uh, Other headlines today. Just want to mention uh, this one has been making headlines that author Philip Roth, Roth, excuse me, has passed away at the age of 85. He won the Pulitzer, the National Book Award, the Man Booker International Prize. Lots of accolades in Mm. his 85 years. His friend said that he died of congestive heart failure. Just letting you know that. Uh, Also, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is getting the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. Congratulations to her. She'll get that on October 21st. And David Letterman got the award last year. She's so... I think we said this in the Dirt Alert update earlier, but she so richly deserves this. Like She um, is one of the... She is a creative force. She is hilarious. She's intelligent. Yeah. So she deserves to be honored for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I know that you guys are going to be watching uh, the CMT Awards, right? Right? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm having uh, a party. Are you guys not coming? I don't even know. Uh, Is that country music? Yeah. That, yes, that's country music television. So Blake Shelton, Chris Stapleton, Kelly Clarkson, Kelsey Ballerini, Sam Hunt, and Luke Bryan are all performing at the CMT Awards next month on June 6th. Bradley, mark your calendar. I'll Ugh. send you a G-chat reminder. You sure about that? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Positive? Okay. All right. Here's a headline for you. Janet Jackson once gave Jenna Dewan a box of vibrators. What? Uh, a box? Why, why do you need a, a whole box? box? I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you? So this is a and whole... Like, and what? Well, we, oh. I guess we know what's normal for Holly. Uh, well... <laughs> So yeah. wait, Jenna, was Jenna like a dancer on her tour or something? Yes, so Jenna okay. DeWan. Because otherwise it's just random. Yes, so uh, she was on tour with Janet Jackson years ago, and she said that Janet Jackson was a very generous boss, and she would give all of the dancers amazing gifts, and she said, I have a blinked out diamond watch, and she also said that she received on Valentine's Day a box of vibrators, like oh a pleasure God, chest. So crazy. And she said, we all got it. All the dancers got their very own pleasure chest. Can I just say that if I ever came to work and gave you guys a box of vibrators. I would vibrators, lose my stuff. Well, and I'd probably lose yeah, my job. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. When I say I'd lose my stuff, I mean, I would march that thing down to <laughs> an important office and say, can you believe this? Can you believe this? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Look at all of this. Yes. Yeah. If that's not a normal uh, no. a boss subordinate relationship that's well, happening there. Well, 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 I'm just saying <laughs> men have gotten in trouble for a lot less. You for might them. just want to be careful in this day and age. That is very, very true. Uh, royal wedding update. I know I told you guys this at the uh, at the top of the hour dirt alert, but that royal wedding swag bag that was on eBay just sold for nearly thirty thousand dollars. I thought we still had like five days. I went to look at it online. It's no longer listed. It's not listed, so it's sold. 
it's gone. That bag, it's a canvas bag. It has the couple's initials on it. It also has a bottle of Windsor Castle water, a giant chocolate coin, a fridge magnet, a tin of shortbread, and a 20% off coupon at the Castle Gift Shop, which, I mean, I guess you can try to use the gift code on the gift shop uh, gift certificate, but it's probably not going to work for you. Well, the code is the same. Well, I don't know if the code is the same on all of them, but one of the other um, gift bags that was listed on eBay showed it right there. in, yep. And it was simply wedding guests. Now, I want to let so, you know. if you want to try it, go right ahead. If you still want to get your hands on a royal wedding gift bag, there is still one on auction on eBay. There's still four days left. And the current bid sits at about 70000 U.S. dollars. FYI, there there are new listings now. Mm-hmm. And well, that's there's because, one for five fifty. There's one for four sixty nine. I'm just saying you could probably get a deal. I think that's because everyone heard how much these bags are going for on eBay, and they want to get themselves in yeah. on the action. At I'm, the point that it reached twenty thousand dollars, you had a lot of people. Uh, uh, yeah, that w- had some skin in the game. Yeah, totally. Oh, well, thank you for that, Holly. That dirt alert. Next dirt alert happens at five twenty, and Holly, you're doing that one as well, right? Yes. Five twenty. The next dirt alert. Now we need a caller to play our thirty second pop culture challenge six five one six four one one zero seven one. We're going to give you thirty seconds to answer five questions. Get them all right, you'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one zero seven one. We are going to give you thirty seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley Show. On My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You get those five questions right, you'll win a prize. We call it the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Who's on the line today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got John on the line. And Holly, what's John playing for today? A My Talk 1071 Summer Swag Bag. All right. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Who won the first All Athletes edition of Dancing with the Stars? Adam. What is Meghan Markle's royal title? The Duchess of Sussex. What are the names of the Super Mario Brothers? Mario and Luigi. Anwar is the little brother of which two models? Pass. Ed Sheeran is from what country? The United Kingdom. Anwar is the little brother of which two famous models? Uh, what did you say, John? Heidi Klum. No, no, sorry, sorry John. John. Thanks for playing. You can play that every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's our 30 second pop culture challenge. And the answer to that question was. I would have not known the answer to that. Bella and Gigi Hadid. And now that we've finished that 30 second pop culture challenge, we move over here and we solve some uh, mysteries and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a foreign-born illiterate A-list singer. Wait a minute, that's a lot. Foreign-born illiterate. Illiterate. They Not can read. Illiterate. Yes. Illiterate. Yeah, they or can. Illiterate is. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, what was it? Foreign-born illiterate. Yep. A-list singer. A-list singer. Okay. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Okay. This foreign-born 
illiterate A list A minus list singer is on double secret probation. One more slip yeah, up. That's funny. And one more slip up, and she is gone from a high profile gig. Okay. Foreign born A minus high profile list. gig. Mm-hmm. She can't have another slip up. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, is that? I don't know where she's from. Camilla Cabello. Ooh. Oh, yes. We she just was... talked about her yesterday. That's true. We're talking about her again today. Dehydration. De- exactly, Bradley. She was born in Cuba. Let me fill in the blanks for you on this blind item. Camilla Cabello is on double secret probation. One more slip up, and she is gone from a high profile gig. That gig being the opening act on Taylor Swift's Reputation oh, World sure. Tour. Yes. So, in other words, this is not the first time she's been also, found herself dehydrated. I mean, look, we, we're not doctors, and I don't know. I could be to- somebody would be like, "Oh my god, it happens all the time." But since when has dehydration been like? Like, what about your life is requiring you to take multiple days off because of de- like? Couldn't we just send you to like urgent care and hook you hook up you with up an IV and then you're fine? I I said this one time on the air. I must say it was like over a decade ago. That dehydration and exhaustion are the two most ridiculous PR spouted terms for people who are having some other issue that they just don't want to say what it is. I got, I'm not even kidding you, I got so many emails from people telling me how heartless that was. Yeah, well. Now I think we're at a point where we realize that there's truth mm -hmm. to that. But the point is, if there were, if like, dehydration is simply a symptom, Mm -hmm. right? Whether it's her snorting cocaine or that she has the flu. I mean, the flu can cause dehydration. Mm -hmm. Then why wouldn't you just say she has the flu? The fact that they're giving, you know, dehydration as the reason she's canceling a tour, that's not a cause. That's Mm -hmm. a symptom. Right. Right. So there's something else going on. It's so clearly B to the S. Correct. C. All right. Moving on. Let's think about a B-plus list celebrity who has a nickname you all know. Mm. A B-plus list celebrity who has a nickname you all know. He is the subject of our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. About six weeks ago, this B-plus list celebrity who has a nickname you all know pulled a knife on his foreign-born girlfriend when she told him she was leaving him. She stayed, but this Mm. will not end well. Yikes. B plus list nickname. Um oh. Oh no, he's not B plus list. Who? I'm not gonna even say it because it's so say? awful. I was gonna say the rock, but that's not that's not it. That's uh, terrible. He's the biggest never movie that. star in the world. I know he he, he's not B plus. I was thinking of nicknames. He's a good man, he wouldn't so have he's done an this. actor. Is he a TV or movie actor? Sorry. Uh well he's not. An actor. He is a celebrity. Oh, a celebrity. Oh, he is a celebrity. Got it. Celebrity. So, so like reality TV-ish? Yeah. Okay. Is is he Rob Kardashian? Because he doesn't um, have a foreign-born girlfriend, I don't believe. Yeah, also he, um, we, uh, a nickname we all know. We all know. You definitely know this nickname. Uh-huh. Troll. Do we talk about this person? <laughs> Booger. Uh, no, no, none of those good ones though, but not that. Do we talk about this person regularly? Yes. And you only refer to this person by the nickname. Oh, usually. Oh, interesting. 
So how old are we talking? Uh, maybe late 20s, early 30s. Okay. Um, now this is just speculation. We mm-hmm. could be totally wrong. I'm just going with the comment section on crazydaysandnights.net. I'm trying to cross my T's mm-hmm. and dot my lowercase J's, but there is a name that has been popping up. Again, you, we only really talk about this person... By his nickname. By his nickname. For his nickname? No, just by his okay. nickname. Okay. Okay, well, uh, who else is um, like reality re- show guys? Reality show guys. I'm, I, can't, I, I literally am drawing a blank for reality show men with a nickname that we all know. Want me to give it to you? Well, no. Can you tell us like the genre of reality show? Is it a musical? No, it's just for being themselves and they all go hang out together. Is his name Mike Sorrentino? (gasps) Yes, queen. That was good. Also known as the situation. Now, I'm going by the comment section Mm. on crazydaysandnights.net because I can't, I don't know where his lady friend is from and I'm trying to figure that Uh out, but let me fill in the blank for you. On this blind item, about six weeks ago, the situation pulled a knife on his foreign-born girlfriend when she told him she was leaving him. She stayed, but this will not end well. Lauren Pes- Pesci? Yes. Yeah. That's the lady friend, and I can't figure out where she's from exactly. Apparently, that's his fiance. Yeah. Who is the fiance? Um, that is really interesting. Oh, college sweetheart. So maybe it's not him. Well, here's the thing that I would find interesting about that. Like he's, he, I think needs to be, uh, watching his P's and Q's right now. Cause he's going to jail. Yeah. So there's that. Also, he really has turned over a big time new leaf and he, whatever, at least that's the, what he's, the narrative he's putting out there. So, so she also bills herself as Mr. Mrs. Situation. Mr. Mm. Mrs. Situation? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Okay, cool. All right, let's move on. Okay. Blinded by the item. Our next blind item is a confirmed blind item on crazydaysandnights.net, meaning they've published a name with this blind item. We have to think about a foreign-born, mostly uh, A-list, mostly television actor. Okay. Here's your blind item. This foreign-born, A-list, mostly television actor who stars in a decent hit pay cable show is not looking forward to the press for the new season are still beloved by former teens and young adults everywhere. He still is says uh, he needs to lose 20 pounds because the producers are starting to whisper that he looks nothing like his character this season. Ooh, Foreign born a minus list, mostly television. So it's a pay cable, show. pay cable, show. pay cable show. So it's got to be and he's put HBO on 20 pounds. Yeah. And now, now I'm just going to tell you the country in which he was born was Canada. So it's not like he was born oh. off of okay. the continent. Got it. You just might not know that he was born in Canada. Okay. Well, what hit pay cable shows do we have? So it's a decent hit. So it's not going to be like a Game of Thrones oh, level pay- situation. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on Showtime. Okay. Oh, is it the one with the thing and the thing? Is the Reese Witherspoon, is that HBO? Yes, it is. Okay. And it's not Big Little Lies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what? Okay. I got to look for Showtime. Show I don't even know. Is it David Duchovny? Uh, I don't even know. I just was throwing out a name. Uh, this person was a child actor. Is it a Rick Schroeder? 
No. <laughs> and this person, he first came to light in a movie that's beloved here in Minnesota for multiple reasons. Uh, was it like a like a Mighty Ducks type of experience? Is it Emilio Estevez? Uh, no. I have no idea. Little younger. Mind. Little younger than that. He also was in a little show called Dawson's Creek. Oh, Pacey? Joshua Jackson? What show is he in? The Affair. Oh, I didn't even show. Okay, well, okay, so there's that. Here's your blind item. Joshua Jackson, who stars in The Affair, is not looking forward to press for the new season. He says he needs to lose 20 pounds because the producers are starting to whisper that he looks nothing like his character this season. That's a bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. That's just a part of Hollywood that I would make me not be in Hollywood. Oh, good thing you're not in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I just was reading, well, this is semi-unrelated, but I was just reading a, an article about Adrian Curry, who won her season of America's Next Top Model. Oh, yeah. What's she up to these days? Well, it's interesting. So she was married to Christopher Knight from The Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. and then they did a reality show together, and now she's getting married to another actor. Um, and now, I'm not kidding you, she's an Avon lady. And she says in this article, I'm dead what? serious, she says in this article, like, she could not handle the 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 culture in Hollywood, they chew you up and spit you out. And she said, and she's a really thin framed woman. She said when they told her that she needed to lose 20 pounds, she was like, I can't, what? And when you, like, when you realize that, that yeah. they're under that kind of scrutiny at well, all times, I just can't. We would Not all be that, told to lose right. 20 or 30 pounds. I'm, Ugh. I'm looking at a picture of him from Ellen and he looks great. Right? He does not look fat mm. at all. Oh, that makes me so sad. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Well, uh, speaking of Hollywood celebrities who mm, I think are pretty good looking. Yeah. I got to talk to Dax Shepard last night and I'm really excited to tell you guys a little bit about how that happened and when you're going to be able to hear that conversation. I'll tell you all about it next. Yay. You guys, I got to talk to Dax Shepard last night. I have to tell you all about it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, I don't think I've been well no, I was I've been this excited before, but this was nuts how this all came to okay, be. Okay, so tell us how this all happened. So uh you know that I do a podcast with my friend Alicia Perkins. Yeah. Uh it's called Chili and Mimosas. It's really about our own uh, each of us struggle with uh diagnosed um, mental illness, mm-hmm. anxiety, depression, um, and we want to break the stigma around it. So we talk to a lot of people who have had their own experiences with mental illness and how their physical health is tied to their mental health. Yeah, exactly. So we've always wanted to have Dax Shepard on. Okay. Like, why? Because he and he specifically he and Kristen Bell together as a couple because they're yeah. married. Yeah. Um, they have made it their mission to bust the stigma around mental illness. And so they talk about it on their podcast. Well. They don't have a podcast together that they had always started out talking about openly about their mental illness about mm, four or five months ago. He started a podcast okay. called The Armchair Expert, and he's very open on it about his own um, struggles with addiction, mm-hmm. the fact that he was molested as a child, um, what it's like to kind of carry all of that around in Hollywood, which yeah. is sort of like kind of a fertile ground for insecurities. Oh, for sure. So we've kind of admired him. So we were in the middle of doing a podcast recording on on Monday night. We were in between interviews and uh, Alicia, I was doing some engineering stuff and she tweeted 
to Dax, uh, to Dax Shepard. Yeah. And all she said was, um, it was a cute little tweet. She just said, hey, Colleen, to me, yeah. tag me, how many times do we need to talk about Dax Shepard in his podcast before we can get him to talk to us on our podcast? And like, I always oh, going to see this. And then, yeah, I mean, we didn't even I don't even know that we thought like we thought maybe we'd get like the little heart like and be like happy. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah, for sure. So then I immediately once I saw it, I tweeted back. I'm sitting in the same room with her, but I've said, I don't know. I'm wondering the same thing. What do you think, Dax Shepard? Within five minutes, we get the notification that he has liked it. And then oh God, we get the awesome. notification that he has responded to oh this God. tweet. Let me mull that over. Ugh. Okay, well, what would you did do you, then? Did you poop your pants? A little bit. A little bit. A little piddle. Yeah. I, <laughs> piddle, excuse I, me. I, I tweeted back to him. I was like... I'm telling you, tu- tu- Tudor. I almost call it, it Tudor. Is. Twitter is really the place, you know, don't be afraid of talking out loud on Twitter. It's 100% true. You never true. know what will happen. It's so true. So so I, he responded. What well, he, I, well, I responded to him. Yeah. So then so he said, let me mull that over. Okay. And so then I responded, well, here's the deal. We're recording right now. If you're free... I'll give you the number. Let's do this thing. Yeah. And? Nothing. Okay. Oh. Right? So then it was like, oh, but we had our moment. Yay. Okay. So we go on with our lives. I wake up yesterday morning, Tuesday morning. I come to work. I'm sitting in our prep room, and you saw this all happen. Well, you were talking on the phone to somebody about something amazing. I could tell it was something awesome, but I had no idea what it was. I was talking to Alicia because I had just gotten a direct message from Dax that said, yeah, I'll do it. What time? Oh my God, that's amazing. I was like, what? So then I'm DMing back and forth yeah. with Dax Shepard all morning being like, what hey, time can you do it? Do I'm here and it's this time and you're there and it's what time and when can you? And literally got, th- this well, is how, the part that it really, we're really so solidified like, wh- for What me. did he say? Give us a taste of I what will. it's like to direct Dax message, message with, with Dax, Dax Shepard. So one of the uh, DMs that I got, because I I pitched a time. I said, listen, we're in Minneapolis. I don't know where you are. Because sometimes they're not in L.A. Sometimes yeah. they're somewhere else. So I said, you know, uh, we could do it at this time. Could you do it at this time? It would be about a two-hour difference. He says, oh, that won't work because that's when I put my girls to bed. And KB is working. Oh. I know. That's I could do wife. eight. I know. So I'm like, okay, now we're talking about. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's this is the far stuff better that you than me to talking to Tan Mom on my couch. By the way, a little—it's a little different, right? So, so we, so we finally settle on ten o'clock at night, our time, eight o'clock in L.A. because mm-hmm. he's got to put his girls to bed and his wife's working. So we go into our one of our little studios. I had to kick people out of it. I didn't think people would be in there at ten eight at ten p.m. Oh sure, they were. Well, there's a lot of podcasting going on. I was like, hey guys, um, Dax Shepard is going to call that. Oh phone my god, you totally name dropped. You're I like, did, hey guys. I'm sorry, but somebody way more important than you. <laughs> so we're sitting in there, and then all of a sudden that phone rings, and it's a loud ring. You know, it makes you jump, and we were already nervous. Sure enough, there's Dax Shepard. Now here's the thing that I found interesting. What on earth would make him consent over Twitter to two yeah, what, weirdos? Did he tell you why he decided to go ahead and record? No. Oh, did you All ask him? We, we kind of were trying to and then forgot. Were it you was, doing the like groupie thing, the fangirling thing? Or we like, what was your reaction? Struck. 
Um, you know, we well, first, we didn't know what he knew about us. So we didn't know if he knew anything about our podcast. Nothing. Did so, you start recording right away? Oh, like yes. You, okay, good. Oh, yeah. And that will be available, by the way. I want to make sure I say this on our podcast, not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Okay, cool. And I'll make sure everybody knows about it. But um, we just started recording right off the bat. And, and, and you will hear... We're trying to gauge, like, does he even know what we talk about here or what we're, what our thing is? And so Did he? he didn't. Oh, okay. We thought. Was well, he literally he probably, just like ants? I mean, does he I just guess. literally show up for like. I guess. So yeah. no, if you, you have a podcast, you guys. I know. Invite Dax Shepard. It was crazy. He might just show up. So this is the weird thing. So he, on his podcast, he'll go like two hours with celebrities. Yeah. So we were like, well, maybe he'll just talk for a really long time. We've had people that we just put a nickel in and they go for days. Yeah, yeah. About 40 minutes in, mm-hmm. I, th- I think, okay. 40 we minutes d- is a long time. I know. I yeah. think I, we better like, I better give him the out, right? So I said, Dax, I'm really sorry. If we're taking up too much time, you can just be like, peace out, homies. Thanks. It's been real. And he goes, well, he was like, that time is coming because my wife is standing right next to me. Uh, giving me the stink eye because this her- is our. I was like, oh my gosh, Kristen Bell is that right over there. And we didn't grab her because he has talked on the podcast before about what it's like to be married to somebody in Hollywood and like yeah. have people want to get to She's them like, through hey. you. Yeah. So we just sort of let it be what it was. And it lived in this okay, moment. So when does the podcast go up? Next Thursday. Next Thursday yes. on? On the Podcast pod- One Network. Yep. yep. The name it of the podcast is? Chili and Mimosas and you can get it on iTunes. You can get it any old place. So it's oh my God, that I is know, so amazing. Fun. You're gonna ha- we're gonna have to play a clip. We will do that. All right. We'll do that next week. Next up, we got to talk about Leah Remini.